Lord. My, just imagine it. Just let your imagination go and think about what it will be like. Amen. We can't even imagine it, but we sure like to try to. <laughs> Amen. Lori, you're singing so nice tonight, so wonderful. It's just a real atmosphere of praise and worship and a time of rejoicing. Amen. Let's sing Worthy, Worthy is the Lamb. <laughs> worthy.
Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you this evening, Lord. We love you, Lord Jesus. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Amen. Brother Daniel, could I ask you to come and pray with us tonight? So good to have you here tonight. Amen. If you have a need in your life, in your heart, just lift it up before the before our Lord tonight. God bless you, brother. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, creator of heaven and earth, what a privilege, O oh God, we have this evening to come, O oh Lord Jesus, in this darkest hour, in this time, O oh God, where the purpose of the enemy is always to try to bring all kinds of accusation among your people, bring all kinds of things and troubles, O oh God, in our minds, where there is, O oh God, all kinds of circumstances to always help us, have us look down. But we come, O oh Father, what a privilege to sing the song of Zion's that can lift up our faith to believe in you, Lord Jesus, that regardless of what the enemy has a plan against your people, but we can sing, O oh God, worthy is the Lamb. We have our eyes toward the goal, O oh Father. We have our eyes toward the rapture, O oh Lord Jesus. We have our eyes not looking at the circumstances around us, Lord. Oh, Father, not looking at the pressure and the things of this life, Father. But we're looking above, Father. We're looking to your promise where you say that I shall never leave you or forsake you. We're looking at the promise that you say, oh God, regardless of the circumstances we are in, Lord God. You know everything before the foundation of the world. You knew the situation we're living in before the foundation of the world, oh God. And we come before you, Father, to gain strength and encouragement to run in this race. We pray that you will come, Father, even to our service this evening, Lord. Give us strength, Lord Jesus, to run again in this race. Take all the discouragement around us, oh Father. Give us, oh Father, enough hope and strength to fight in this battle, Lord. Oh God, to press on, Father. Because, Lord Jesus, just few times, oh God, it's Everything will be gone, Lord Jesus. But our faith look unto you, O God. Our life and everything that we are, our hope is in you, Father. We pray that you will come even this evening, Lord. And not your servant in a special way, O Father. Let it be something that will be said tonight, O God, that we can hold on to and continue in this race, Father. To live for you, O God, that's our purpose. O God, to manifest your word, that's our purpose, Lord Jesus. Give us victory, O oh God, every day that we fight in this battle, Lord Jesus, and give us encouragement to continue running in this race. We love you, Lord Jesus, and commit a service in your hands. Oh, Father, would you be with your people, O oh God, wherever place they are. Lord, some, O oh God, being at home at this, at this moment, Lord Jesus, we pray. May your presence be also with them, Lord, that they will be encouraged by your word, O oh Father. Be with us once more time, we pray. Bless the remaining of the service and guard everything. Give us the desire of our hearts and our hands lifted before you, Father. We give you glory and honor for all that you have done for us, Lord. And all for your glory, we pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you all and welcome you, each and every one. 
those that are connected with us by way of streaming. I just want to wish you God's blessing tonight. And amen. Um, we've got a trio tonight, uh, but Sister Jessica and Sister Ava and Sister Carrie um, are going to sing for us. Why don't you come, come on up and get ready? And while they're coming, let's sing, He Paid a Debt He Did Not Owe. He paid a debt He did not owe Don't know you like we do. 
Nothing is impossible. All things are possible. Nothing's too hard for the Lord. Amen. Glory. Thank you so much, sisters. That was wonderful. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll invite Brother Murphy to come now. And maybe while he's coming, we can just rise and sing, My God is awesome. He can move a mountain. My God is awesome. He can move.
Lord, that it is this true cry from our heart. Not because other people cry, but Lord, we cry because this is our experience, Lord. This is our experience to know that you are awesome, Lord. You're so awesome, Lord. You saved us. You're so awesome. You healed us. You're so awesome. When the whole world is dwelled in the darkness, you shine a light upon us. Lord, you're so awesome. When it seems that everywhere is in the crumbling, Lord, everything is in a confusion. But Lord, you bring a clear mind to us. You're so awesome, Lord. You save our children. You're all so awesome, Lord. You save our loved ones. You're so awesome, Lord. You delivered that was mine. You're awesome, Lord. You cast out the demons, Lord. You're so awesome. You preach the word to us, Lord. Not through the preacher, but you directly preach it to our heart. That's why we cry, Lord. You are awesome, Lord. Oh Lord, how we worship you, Lord. How we thank you, Lord. Thank you for sending us this clear message in this hour that we know what we believe and know where we're going to, know what time, what season that we're living in, Lord. We give you all the thanks, O Lord. Lord, we pray you, Lord, once more come down to fellowship with us as we worship in the Spirit. Now, Lord, we're worshiping you in truth. Lord, break down your truth to us. Make your word become a reality to us. Lord, that your word go into each heart. Some are here, some are not here. Some are watching the monitor that across the border. Lord, may the same presence go into each room in the brothers and sisters on the U.S. side. May the presence of a God, Lord, come in and into each person. Lord, may what we felt it here, Lord, just bring that same warm feeling to each heart. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray that you reveal your word to us, change our life, transform us, Lord, that our life will become just more like Jesus Christ. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray, Amen. Amen. God bless you, and I want to greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, I want to greet you uh, just to present a brother combo and. Uh, the believers over in Boston, and we just came back, and the brother uh, team has already uh, said that. So I just want to say uh, that you are uh, uh, many people that are watching the services over here, and you're not uh, a stranger to the peoples over there, and your testimony and has go far and wide. And we're so thankful that the Lord has given us this word in this hour so that we have something that we can preach it about. It's not something that from a man's idea. But this is God Himself who gave it as His word to us. And uh, if, if you don't mind, I just want to I invite you to open to the scripture. Uh, let's turn to the uh, uh, book of uh, Matthew, chapter uh, 17. You know, the more we walk with the Lord, the more uh, it seems like uh, the bride's appetite, it just have a uh, no end to it. And uh, sometimes we hear the word, we're just thinking how how this word can can go higher. But Lord, just uh, every service surprises us and to lift up a little higher. And every service is always come to meet our need, Brother Daniel. So we trust that the Lord will do the same thing tonight to meet our need too. And the book of Matthew chapter 17. And verse um, 
Let's do, uh, let's read, um, verse, um, seven, uh, 17. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and the per- perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. He was talking about this uh, little boy and his uh, uh, lunatic. And at 18, and Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him. And a child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciple to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say it unto you, If ye have a faith as a grain of a master's mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and he shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. And uh, let's turn to a book of, uh, also in Matthew, the last uh, chapter, chapter 28. And a very familiar uh, uh, scripture. Let's read uh, from uh, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me and in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, and teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. May the Lord bless His word. You may be seated. You know, God gave us His Word. It was such a wonderful thing. And so when He gave us His Word, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, when we read to the Word, we're just um, uh, passing through it and without to really look into it to catch the, the Spirit that is behind the Word. You know, just uh, give it an example uh, that the Scripture that we just read. Uh, I think that we have read, uh, even before we came to the message, we've been reading that uh a word, uh, time after time. And the Lord Jesus said, you do go to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. I don't know how many times we read that word and how many, uh, uh preachers and read that word and they baptized the people, uh, in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And, uh, without the, the prophet, we just go past that word and just without even knowing what is the really meaning and of that word. And I remember that one time I was in China. And, um, uh, you know, we're just talking about the, the baptism. And uh, the person said, well, Jesus said that you baptize them in the name of a Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. I said, that's exactly the truth. He said, then we baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. I said, that's wrong. And he said, why is it wrong? I said, it's very easy. Let me give you an example. Brother, Brother Daniel, can you come over? Oh, and bring your Bible too. <laughs> Don't drop your sword. <laughs> Can you give me the Bible? Thank you. Is that simple? I know it's dumbfounded. <laughs> I asked Brother Daniel, give me the Bible. Why he doesn't repeat my word? Because I didn't say repeat my word. I said, come, give me your Bible. 
Thank you. Can you go back? Jesus never said, repeat my word. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Peter, repeat my word. No. He said, go do it. And Peter knows exactly what Jesus meant. Then he go do it. Father is not a name. Son is not a name. Holy Ghost is not a name. Jesus never asked Peter, be a parish, repeat my name. He said, Peter, go do it. And Peter understand exactly what Jesus meant. So he baptized them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, which is Jesus Christ. But without the prophet, who going to understand that? And then the person that said, oh, that's not important. I said, okay, I follow you. If such unimportant things that a theologian in the 2,000 year cannot figure it out, how can I believe all of them said? But if this is a prophet, have this is a simple thing, as I said it right, what about the rest of us? But you see, the people, they just go passing over it without they really have the revelation of the word as the word has been said. But he takes it to the prophets, and that's about the Holy Spirit. Then the Holy Spirit will bring that word, become a reality to you. And I pray that every time when we come to the service, that is that the Holy Spirit make that word become a personal to us. We're not just repeating the, the word, but we catch the spirit behind that word. And then your action shows you catch it. Jesus never said to repeat my word. He said to live it. Jesus never said, just quoted what I whatever said. He said, you understand what I say? Go to live it. If I said to go to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you understand to repent and be baptized, go do it. And then if the word has said for the remission of your sin, then I ask, has your sin been remitted? And if you have done what he said, your sin has been remitted. That's the spirit behind it, the word, go do it. And then you shall receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And that's exactly what the word has said. And when you understand that all you need to do, go do it. Don't have to repeat this and repeat that and argue this and argue that. Let your life show that what you believe to be the truth. And then the things of the time when we're in the test. When sometime when we're in the trial, in the... Uh, when the storm starts to come, we become a derailed. Uh, is that a right word? You know, you got confused. Sorry. Sometimes I doubted my word if I said it right or not. And that's always my, my fear. If I, I didn't bring it, uh, uh, said it in the right way. But you know, when sometime when a testing time comes, when a storm uh, starts to rise it up, the things that we, uh, unexpected things that have happened uh, in our life, all we saw is the test. All we saw is just a storm. But we forgot, test is not the purpose. Afterward is the purpose. Test is only a process. If we just try to say, Lord, let me overcome this. Lord, let me overcome this. You miss the whole picture. Test is not the goal. It's just a vehicle to bring to the goal. But if we didn't see the goal, we'll be end up all in confusion. And all our eyes is look at the storm and look at the things that happen. And we try to get over it. We try to overcome it. 
That's why you find out that during the storm, that many people, they hold on for a little time. The trial that comes, they hold on for a little while. They're, they're, uh, they're, they just uh, uh, work hard and they labor hard and they try to get over it. But give a little time and give uh, some time. It's a long time. You find out it starts to drifting the other way. Because they didn't see the, the picture that's behind it. And you think that one in the book of Genesis, one at Abraham, the Lord gave him the test. If I can call it, that's the final test, almost the ultimate test for Abraham. And to let him sacrifice his own son. And Abraham, when he hear, his, uh, hear the Lord's words, he didn't doubt it at all. Though he has his own interpretation of it, how the end result is going to be, but the end result never come in the Abraham's way. Abraham's interpretation of that is, Lord, my son going to be resurrected. If I kill them, and my son will be resurrected. But that's not necessarily the way the Lord do. But Lord doesn't have to be make us to know exactly what is the plan. We, we sometimes, we're given an explanation of it. Oh, this will come out, this will come out. No, it's not. When we're going through the, the trial, when you're going through the, the test, going through the storm, storm, just go through it. Don't give any interpretation. Just say, Lord, I believe the word. Something going to come out of that, that I don't know. I don't have to know. And for Abraham, when he's going through that, and he just said, me and the lad go to worship and we'll come back. How he come back, I don't know, but we will come back. And then when he was in a, when the Lord uh, saw what Abraham has, has did, and then the Lord said to Abraham, well, he just would plunge his knife right into uh, uh, Isaac just before he do that. Then the Lord uh, said, uh, send, send to the angel, said, hold your hand and don't do that. He said, now I know that you have, uh, you didn't withheld your only son that are from me. And then the Lord provide a sacrifice for Abraham. But you see, that's not the end of it. If we read further on, there's a second time that the Lord sent an angel down to speak to Abraham. Lord not only just preserved his son's life. There's a further picture is unfolding. There's a more blessing is the need to come. When you make a move, follow what is the God has said, sometime even blindly going to do it, but that's the word of a God. I believe it. There's a greater picture. Why? Because it moved God's heart so much. It's not God just to send a substitution, send it a, send it an atonement, send it a, a ram for Abraham to preserve Isaac's life. And God has a bigger picture for that. And Abraham never even know that. He doesn't even see that. But God doesn't want Abraham to understand that everything. Just as he doesn't want us to understand that everything. All he needs us to do. Just you believe what my word has said to you. Just as the three girls said the same. The Lord that's the absolute. I believe it. And no matter how they're going to come down. Come out. Or how these things are going to be ended. I don't know. But I know your word to be the truth. And then one of the second time, the Bible said, then the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time. Is that that is almost as if to say the first time is not enough. Abraham, you done something that I know that uh, you have done something that moved me so much. 
You have a major move. Well, as soon as I said that, you didn't reserve anything that without a giving, not giving to me. You put your son under the altar. You sacrificed to him, though he was not killed. But I saw your heart. When God saw that person dedicated his whole life without any reservation, no matter what they're going through, no matter what come to that way, they said, Lord, I believe your word. I don't know how I'm going to come out of this, but your word said that I should do, then I go to do it. And doesn't even care about what a result. Doesn't even care about what other people say. Doesn't even care about what the situation and say to me. But Lord, I know your word to be the truth. And when Abraham did something like that, it moved God's heart so much that at the first time he's speaking to him, it's not enough. God has to coming down the second time and it said to Abraham. And he said, by myself have I sworn. It's not only God provided a lamb, provided a ram for Abraham, but this time when the second time, when the test is over, God coming down to Abraham said, by myself I will sworn. Says the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will bless thee. In another word, I will personally come down to bless you. Not just to bless your job, or bless your promotion, or this, that, but I'm going to come personally to bless you. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven. God will do that work. And as to the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of this enemy. It's not only just God preserving his son, but God said your son will preserve, will possess the gates of the enemy. I'm not only just to bless you, I'm gonna bless your son too. I'm not only just to bless you, I'm gonna bless your children too. I'm gonna bless your loved one too. They are not just apparently coming to the church. I will let them to possess the gate of the enemy. When you make it a last little move, God said, I will multiply that. You have a little faith that will believe me, I will multiply that. You have a little faith like a mustard seed. But before long, you got a marble seed. And then before long, you got a lemon seed. And before long, you got a grapefruit faith. God said, I will multiply. You just do what you need to do. I will multiply. You mom and daddy, you just come to the church. My son is not here. You just come. Take that little face and over here. Lord said, I will multiply. Well, you go through the things today, you have no answer of it. And then you just come into the church and believe in the word of a God. Open up your Bible and say, the Lord, your word to be the truth. God said, I will multiply that. And he said, it shall, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. It's not only just you. It's not only just your family. When you do that, he said, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Your testimony even rippling to the other things, other people. Your testimony can go to your work, can go to your loved ones, go to your relatives. God said, I will multiply. Think of what is the word of God has done to our brother, Brother Gabe. 
Just one after another, one after another. God tried to show us something. If you made that move, when you do, Lord, I, I don't know what results are going to come out of this. But your word is the truth. I come back to your word. I know your word won't lie. I believe whatever that you said is to be the truth. And when you sever it, when you make your boundary, make your line, say that this is it. I'm going to give my whole heart to the Lord. It doesn't count. What if this? What if that? What if that? There's no what if in this. Just now I need to do that. And when you do that, God said, it moved my heart so much. And I will bless thee. I will multiply thee. Not only herself, but it was on and on and on. Reverend said in Awakening Jesus, he said, that's the very God that took you, separated you from your mother. The very God that gave you the Holy Spirit. He's just as much God right now as he was when he gave you the Holy Spirit. Sometime when the Lord gave it to the person the Holy Spirit, that's where, that's when the struggles start to happen. It is not that when you have the Holy Spirit, all of a sudden the sky become a bluer or the, or the air become a fresher. Everything struggles start to, battle start to happen. But when He give you the Holy Ghost, that's the same God that gave you the Holy Ghost. That's the same God right now to keep that Holy Ghost in the end year. He's just as close as you. He's just as close to you as he was right then. Just exactly. You must remember he's always there. Always. I was planning to uh, title the service. Uh, he's still in the ship. But I think I, uh, I, I told him to just do the OE of Little Face part two. Just want to tame down a little bit. But he's always there. If he started a work, he will finish this work. If you have a guts enough to start his work, he will finish it. If you have a guts enough to believe his word to be the truth, he will finish this. Remember, said someone says now in the church tonight, we say there's people today if. Will say, if we only could know he's here with us, is there any way you say that could look at him? Now listen close now. Before we call the prayer line, they could look at him and say, there he lays on the boat. Now he's there. Now if we only had some way to do something like that, if we could just look at him somewhere, we could say, there he is, right there. Think about how close. That uh, Jesus was on the boat with those disciples when enduring the storm. He was just right at the back of the, the boat and the falling asleep. But Brother Branham said, and now, but he is that close. He's even closer. For I will be with you, even in you, to the end of the world. He said, isn't that right? He's closer than he was to them. Because they had to go across the deck of the boat and back to the back and wake him up. But you don't have to do that. He said, Hebrews 13a says, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he said it again, Though I am with you always, 
even to the end. The evening time preached on last night. As of the evening time, I will still be there. You know that He is still with us? And He is with us until the last second of the rapture. To the last split second of the rapture. He will not let you just cruising along. He will not just say, oh, i done enough, I'll just let you cruise. i done enough, I'll just let you carry the momentum. You will go to the destination anyway. God don't do that. He's not let you do your own work. If He said, I'll be with you, that means He's with you start from the beginning to the end. He will be with the oldest people to their last minute. Brother Frank. He will never that said, okay, you're old enough. <laughs> you're mature enough. Just carry your own business. No. He said, I'll be with you. He will be with the young people, but he also with the old people. He'll be with the young people since they were born, since they were teenagers, since they were adults. He told the older people, I'll be with you always. I'll be with you to the end. There's not even one second that of my planet in you is being ignored. If I haven't started the work, I have enough power that with you to the end, sister Eleanor. He's with us. He said, at the evening time, I will still be there. I will never leave you. No matter what the boat is doing, how much rocking and rolling they're doing or anything else, I will be with you. Be with you to the end time and never leave you. If he had a revival in the young people, he will have the revival in older people alike. If he done something special to the young people, he will also do something very special to the older people as well. Because it's not a we doing it, it's God himself doing it. That's why he said, I will be with you to the end. There's not a one less, uh, less inferior, inferior. Anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> no less privileged the one here. Every bride of Jesus Christ is a privileged. When God doing something, He put you in there as well. No matter how weak you think you are, no matter how you say insignificant you think you are, but in God's plan, there's no such a thing. He said, "I will be with you till till the end." And you say, I wish you could prove and show me that he's just as he always was. If you could prove it to me. Well, here is where he challenged the proof. He that believes on me, the things that I do, in other words, you will be an amateur Messiah. You're Messiahs. That's exactly right for you. His life will be in you, in you, but it's him. It's not at the back of the boat. It's right in yourself. Brother Bram said in another message, the leading of the Spirit of God. He said, my brother, knowing that life is very short for you, unless something can happen. He was talking about a cancer case. This person in the prayer line and discerned what his sickness is. He said, you have a cancer. Blackness is gathered over you. He said, the devil knows 
that if you could just use a little faith, he's whipped. He said, won't you believe him, my brother? He said, the devil knows if you could just use a little faith. The devil knows better than you are. A lot of the time we don't know. And the devil kept it from us knowing it. He knows that you don't need to take a humongous faith to get him. He knows that you don't need to take a huge faith try to cast him out. He knows that if you just could use a little faith, that he's whipped. But he want to keep that that you will know. So what God needs to do, he doesn't need to increase your faith. All he needs to do is just to let you to recognize, I do have a faith. Though that faith is as little as a mustard seed, but as long as it's a pure, as long as it's unadulterated, as long as it's not mixed with a man's idea, no matter how small that faith is, that will whip Satan. I was thinking about the little Finnish girl that in Finland, and she doesn't even speak the language. And her little, that, that little girl, when she saw Brother Branham in a meeting, she has to witness in the meeting for everything. And all she needs to do, she just came to the prophet and pick up his suit, the coat, the coat, and just kiss it. And then say, Kitos. And then the Lord come on us in that he heal the little Finnish girl. Wizard the leg has to draw back and it was just totally crippled. What is it? It's just that uh, respect that he to the man of God. And that is the little face that she got. But think about how that little face has done. She doesn't understand much. She doesn't even understand the, the, the English. But she has enough respect for what is the God that is in that man. When she gathered enough to respect as a, has a respect to that man, all she needs to do is just that, that a little face, pick it up with a little coat and kiss, kiss it and say, Kittos. And then the Lord will come on and say, that it healed that little girl. Just with a little face, no matter how little it is, but as long as you have that face and standing on the ground when Satan is attacked, no matter what, how severe or ferocious that attack is. But as long as you have that little faith, you're standing on the ground. And know that the greater that is in you is the greater. The one that is in you is greater than the one that is in the world. You know, the more the Satan is trying to breath threatening, that just shows he doesn't have the power. And then the more that you know, the trial seems to come, the things that the devil try to scare you or try to make you fear, and all he has to do is just to try to bluff. Because if he does possess another power, he will have done it. You that are in the sickness, he can't take your life. Because if he could have the power to do that, he would have done it. Without any invitation, he would have done it. He won't delay for, delay for a second if he got a power. But the reason he was a bluff, he was a blasting and threatening, he doesn't possess the power. 
That's why the only thing that he can do is that I'll get you. I will get you. When a person spent half an hour said to me, I'll get you. I'll kill you. You say one more time, I'll kill you. I'll chop your head off. If he said that for half an hour, I'll say, come on, guy, just get lost. He doesn't possess the power. If he have the power, he will get your children already. He doesn't possess it. Why? Because God doesn't allow him to do that. So when the storm comes, and those disciples are in the boat, if they realize that Jesus is on the boat, even that boat doing a somersault, the flip three times, and in the wave, it will land it just as when they start to flip it. Because Jesus is on the boat. The devil can make it a wave come, can make a storm, can make a lightning and thunder. But that's all he can do. Because he doesn't possess the real power. That's why Jesus said, don't fear about them that it can kill the body. But after that it can do nothing. But only fear God it can kill the both soul and body. And when we fear about the God, God will send us an angel camping around those people that fear them. And you might not have faith enough to have a miracle performing on you. And if you just got a mustard seed of faith, stay with it. It will lead you to the light. And it won't mix with nothing else. No matter what anyone says, you still believe it. No matter what your symptoms say, you still believe it because it's a real faith. And it won't mix with doubt anywhere. Mustard seed faith. And God recognizes that little faith that you got. And it said, our life are not very much as long as we handled it ourselves. But once in the hands of the Creator, how He can take that little, what little we got, and press it out, and feed a multitude. And you just remember that. When you hear Jesus speaking in your heart, just surrender all you've got to Him. Then He will go to multiplying it, and feeding the others by your testimony. And whatever you have to give Him, He will bless it. He said, as long as the little boy had it in his hand. He's talking about a little boy. It has the five biscuit and the two fish. He said, it didn't mean nothing. Just enough to feed himself. But when he gave that little bit, he had over to Jesus. Look what he done. Now we may have just a little bit. It isn't very much to us. But if we will just let Jesus have it, what he will do with it. He fed 5,000 people. And I was just thinking about the little that we have. And I was just thinking about the, you know, I just can't stop to thinking about Sister Shirley and the Brother Jim. And just in the last year, I know I said that, but I want to say that again. Just in about a year time, they translated 110 messages. And we have never done that before. But thinking about how little that is. But when it put in the hands of a God, it's only started from one thing. When the translation said one of the brothers in China was in jail, then in prison, and we stopped. 
They just have a little burden. Lord, we can do something. You know, we're in Canada. We can speak in English. Why let them do it? They're fumbling with their English. They can do that even in jail. But Lord, we can do something. Just a little burden that I put it in there. Then it started to do something. Look at a little faith. Had to put it in the hand of a God. What that have done? And I'm thinking about it when we start to translate into the Bible. We're thinking this is too great. Who can do this? But somebody need to do this. Someone need to get this to the people. And just a little burden, just a little thing, a little faith that we have. Look at what is now. God gave us His word in the Chinese. Just a few days ago, I called up my mom just to want to see how she's doing. Because I want to see if she still keeps the faith. Because I always know whenever, whenever God doing something, whenever something great happens, devil's right beside it. He's nearby, he's right there. And before, you know, just guess what? And my mom's, uh, uh, she uh, lay on the bed, she cannot walk it again. She was a, uh, but you know, as little as it can be, but when you put it in the hands of a God, God will do things that a man cannot do. And when I called up to her, she said, oh, I was in the bed. She said, the devil fight really hard. He said, as soon as they got out of the bed the first time, just within a few days, she said that I, I couldn't even walk. She said, I lay under the bed again. I, this time, even worse, I couldn't even twitch. Twitch? And this, but she said, say, you know what? She said, I listened to the message. When I listened to the message, I think she said it's the greatest battle ever fought. <laughs> and while she was listening to that, she came down, she come out to himself. She said, that's the prophet said is right. She said, uh, he's a son. You know what? The prophet said, this is a two spirit is a fighting. He said, that spirit and this, uh, the Holy Spirit in me, he was just fighting. He said, but the, the battle, the direction determined by who you're standing there. And she said, when I hear that, she said, I'm going to stand on the side of a God. Amen. And she said, I started twitching. <laughs> she said, on the bed, I started twitching. I started moving. Right. And I feel a little bit hurt. She said, I move again. She said, I started twitching myself out of the bed. I started twitching a little bit. She said, then finally I get out of the, the bed. She said, it hurt. But then she said, son, that two spirit. She said, that spirit is strong. But I know, there's a, it depends on which one I stand in that. And she said, I rolled out of the bed slowly. She said, I started coming. She said, I started to uh, just move as my step. Again, and she said, again, and then again, and then again. She said, before I know it, I started walking again. You know, whenever the devil started to do, when the Lord started doing something, devil is always beside. But if God has done the first time, he will done the second time. He will done the third time. If he can heal you one time, he can heal you any time. Next time, and next, next time. If he can save our children one time, he was saving them the second time. He was saving them out. Because he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will be with you till the end. 
And then finally, when I have a video for conference with her, she said, she said to my brother, hold the phone. I want to show my son. And my brother holds the phone and she drop off the stick and she's walking at the yard around and around and around. The little faith that you put in the hand of a God, God will multiply that. Apply that to your situation. And by the way, she's walking perfectly now. The devil's scared of her, I think. <laughs> and you know that's the truth. The devil's scared of you. Brother Branham said, if they, the devil know that if you could just use a little faith, he will be whipped. It doesn't take it a greater. It just takes a little faith. Step it out. Lord, I believe you. Your word has said so. I believe it. And God will do the rest of it. Better go quickly here. What little faith that you got, laid it on him and say, here is all I've got, Lord. But I'm going to believe with that. Watch what he will do with it. Just watch what happened. Stay right with it. Watch him and bring you around through every curve. And bring you right straight to the promise where he made it. Brother said, who is this made of the promise? When we're going through the things. I think we have to remind ourselves. Who made the promise? If it's just we made it of the promise. We're very limited to carry it out to what we promised. But God made it a promise. He said, baptized and repent for the remission of your sin. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, which is the life of Jesus Christ, literally, that inside of you. If he said that, he made a promise, and he will do it. And the Reverend said, what are we living for? We're living for him. Why are we the church of the living God? Why? Because of him. That we are the living, we are the church of the living God. He said, why are we filled with the Holy Ghost? What is the reason God filled us with the Holy Ghost? He said, to remember in the time of trouble that he is still here. That's he filled us with the Holy Ghost before. Isn't that what Jesus said? When the Holy Ghost comes, we'll let you remember what has to teach you, what has said to you. He wanted to remember in time of a trouble, he's still here. He stabilizes things. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's with us just the same. He might be resting a few moments between the meetings, but he's still here just the same. So remember, he's still with us. Everything to remedy every cost that a devil can start is right here. We have it right here. Trouble, but a master is in the boat. All right, if they get in trouble, where the doctor can to remedy, remember, he is here. Don't forget, he is in the ship. He's still here, but we get all frustrated. 
See, like they did. Oh, my. Put on this war. What we're going to do next. Now, don't think about that. Long as he is in the ship, forget about it. Could you imagine? Instead of Job enjoying being broke out with his boil. And all the things are gone. Losing all his health, wealth, and his children and everything. It wasn't very easy. But God was approving to Satan that he had a somebody that he could have put a confidence in. What is the God doing? He said he's only trying to prove them. But many times when we go through things like that, we start to for we start to lose our memory. And in the Psalm on the 103, it said, Blessed Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless is the holy name. David got experience. That's why he could do that. And then he said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefit. If we don't have an experience, we cannot say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. If the scripture just ended there, we will be filled with question. Why? How can we bless the Lord with all our soul? It must be there is some reason for us to do that. And then the David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefit. David has experienced all his benefit. That's why he can bless the Lord with all his soul. You know, sometimes I wonder if it's because we forget, then we lost the worship to the Lord. It's not that we don't have any experience with the Lord. It's not that we don't believe the Lord. We do have that. But sometimes we forget all his benefit. While in the storm, then we less become a, we become a forgetful. And forgetting about that he heals all our diseases. And David continued on to say, and who forgives all thy iniquity. If he just forgive part of my iniquity, I won't be able to say, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. The reason is because he forgave all my iniquity. If it's just a part of the iniquity, it's still something was hanging there. But he said, I forgive all your iniquity. All your secrets, all your alcohol, all your lust, all your wrongdoing. He said, I forgive them all. All your backbiting, all your things that you've done wrong. He said, I forgive them all. He said, I forgive all your iniquity. No wonder I bless his name. With all that is within me. The reason with all that is within me, because they forgive all my iniquity. The things that you cannot forgive, he forgive. The things that you cannot forget, he forgive. He said, I forgive all your iniquity. The things that you've done behind your parents, He's a still God said, I forgive all your iniquity. The things you have done behind even your loved one. He said, I forgive all your iniquity. If you repent and put it under the blood. Who forgives all thy iniquity. 
who heals all thy diseases. If there's a certain disease they cannot heal, I wouldn't be saying, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Because they heal all your diseases. Does he heal headache? Does he heal all sleeping? Does he heal cold? Does he heal COVID? Does he heal cancer, Sister Lisa? He heals all our diseases. No matter if it's big or small, he said, I heal them all. Sometimes our diseases are so small, we say, Lord, I just don't want to bother you. I want to bother him. If I got a small headache, I go before him, Lord, this is so painful. Though it's only a little painful compared to what Brother Tom going through. But if God can heal him, what's wrong to heal me? He uses the power to curse a fig tree. When the thousands of them still that will need the healing, not because he, he cursed the fig tree, then it lessens the power. His power never lessens. No matter how small the situation is, call Jesus on the sand. No matter how big it is, just with the restful heart, go to his promise. Say, Lord, you are the one that's still in the ship. And David said, who redeems a life from destruction? No wonder he can call. Said, bless the Lord with all my soul and all that is within me. Think about if God takes the hand off of even one second. That devil will gladly to destruct you. But he redeems my life from destruction. How many wrong decisions you made that are enough to kill you? How many wrong decisions that you're making that are wrong that are enough to cause destruction ten times? But he redeems that life from destruction. Just to the brink of it, God said to Satan, no more. He redeemed that life from destruction. Who crowns thee with the loving kindness. That means the goodness, the kindness. He's not a mean God. He's a kind God. And tender mercies. How tender that is a mercy it is. If without that tender mercy, where are our family going to be? Where are we going to be? But a tender hand of Jehovah leading us all the time. No wonder we can say, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Who satisfy thy mouth with the good things. So that thy use is renewed like an eagle. He doesn't, say, he doesn't give you the wrong thing. He doesn't give you just the less valuable. He gives you the good things. That means rich, valuable. In estimation, glad, happy, prosperous. And good understanding and a benefit and a morally good. Everything. He used that to fill your mouth. Why have to fill your mouth? You have to open it. Mm. 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 Open it. 
Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. God said, if that moves me, I dump my blessing into that. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and planteth in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. No wonder we can bless the Lord with my soul and all that is within me. I think Paul can say that too. Paul said, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me for that he could have he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry who has before a blasphemer and a persecutor and an injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. What a man that God chose for the messenger of the Gentile. Blasphemer? But God wants to show a pattern. Even a person like that, He can still save. Not just to save, He can use him to be the messenger of the Gentile age. Why? He said, How bad for this cause I'd obtain mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern. To them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. God purposely chose a heart case. So that it will set it up as a pattern. He's a blasphemer. Think about it. Blaspheme. It's unforgivable sin. But the blood of Jesus Christ still can cleanse them. And use them to be a messenger. Blaspheme. When you see the Holy Ghost is a movie, you call it the devil. That's a blaspheme. That's a Paul. But God said, Paul said, I'm a blasphemer. But God said, I want to chose a pattern. I want to chose a pattern. There's a no sin that my blood cannot cleanse. He might choose Peter. But he said, no, Peter, you're not bad enough. Lord, I reject you, but you're not bad enough. I need a worst case. Lord, I've been denying you three times. No, I need a blasphemer. I need the one, literally, people were thinking there's no hope for this person. Is there anyone here? And he's a persecutor. He chased after to make to run, to put to flight, to drive away, to run swiftly in order to catch a person, to run after, to press, and to pursue in a hostile manner. That's a Paul. Persecutor. He killed people. God said, I want to choose the worst case. In order to show there is no sin that my blood cannot cleanse. There's no situation that I cannot reverse. There's no storm too big that I cannot calm. 
There's a no one is a backslide and a too extreme that says, I cannot bring it back. There's a no children is too wayward that I cannot bring them home. Because his blood has a power. There's a no sin can dilute the, the blood, the richness to cleanse the, the person. But Abraham said that it isn't whether you are good enough to be a Christian or not. It's whether he was good enough. If God accepted him and his blood and makes an atonement, God don't see you. He sees the Lamb. I was thinking how many testimony that we can testify the blood of Jesus Christ. It's not that how little the faith is, but how pure that blood is. It's not how little our faith is, but it's the atonement, how perfect the Lamb is. But Abraham said that that was me. William Branham, no good, not fit to live, worthy to go to hell, born in sinful family, raised in a sinner, no good at all, not one some part of me. When God looked down on Christ and Christ took my place, then God don't see me, He sees the perfect one. As long as I am in Him, then I am perfect. Not in myself, but in Him, not my perfection. I don't have any, you don't have any, but it's his perfection. I think that how many were, I was just thinking about this afternoon, I was thinking about the people that the Lord has uh, has done that among us. What are the greatness of God that it brings this upon us? I was thinking about that in each person, Brother Jean Manessi. That in the SFU revival, that a year or so ago, that are coming to here and just sitting on that at the back, but listening to Brother Thomas as the preaching and to give his heart to the Lord. Who will know God who reached the preacher that are right out among us? A few years as the back, and it's just the one sitting on that at the back, just a, it's a backslide. The Lord has done the great thing. What that show? The blood of Jesus Christ is still at the tomb. The blood of Jesus Christ has never been diluted. It can still save. It can still transform. I don't think about the Dan Florence. That in the, the camp. That a brother Tom mentioned. And many times. The time after time. And they the, the go into the, the, the tent. And try to walk it out. But something got a hold of him. And bring him back. No wonder we can say. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. It's not our perfection, but it's the Lamb that is the perfect. I had to think about a giver, how the Lord had done to him. And he was on the brink of the death, and the Lord had bring him back. And not only to the bring him to the physical death, bring him out from the spiritual death. And it resulted in a young man that had become a witness everywhere he go. That shows that an atonement that it still holds. Yeah. I was thinking about the different sickness. Sister Francine was the cancer case. And the Lord healed her. What well, that to show the blood still holds. Yeah. That shows that God is still living. 
Well, that shows to us that his is still in the boat. His is still here. I was thinking about it. And then that Anna Hope, they're on a state side. And then the baby of the way to drop to the critical level and ask for the prayer. Then they go for the prayer right at a moment. Then the kid, then the little baby starts to perk back. What do that show? He's still in the boat. He never loses one power. Focus on this, folks. And Eunice, the Schumacher, leukemia case, God healed him. And since the best thing, well, maybe it's not here. The leukemia case. And years ago, still living today. That shows that God's still living. It's not something that we're just talking about. But this is what we believe. And then go to do it. Then that's the result. And I think about a Johnny. That how the Lord has done the great works in him. That it changes the person from the backsliding the condition and the two to the young man of God. And then I think about that. This is probably haven't heard of Brother Jim and Sister Shirley, their daughter-in-law, that was pregnant for three months. And then just recently, the bleeding, they start, the, the, the daughter-in-law started bleeding and it can't stop. Day after day, weeks after weeks, start the bleeding. Then Brother Jamie the call is sent me on a WhatsApp. Said to Brother Murphy, I know today, more on Monday, this is the prayer meeting day. Can you present another case before the prayer meeting? Let him pray. Hallelujah. And then we prayed. And then a few days later, and she, her sister Shirley, sent an email, sent a text to my wife, said she stopped bleeding. <laughs> He's still in the boat. The blood and every loss is the power. We're not just a believer message. We believe a living God. Excuse me, I bite my tongue again. It seems like whenever I start to speak English, I bite my tongue. Remember, said that that's the way it is today. We guilty, unworthy, should die. We're not worthy of a living. We're not worthy to come to Christ. We're not worthy to ask anything. But God never look at your unworthiness. He look at the Lamb. Now, if He can find no fault in Christ, then you are free. When He can find no fault in this message, which is the bleeding, bloody word. Which is the Christ in the word form. When he find no fault in this perfect lamb, then you are free. That's why I know I said to them before, he hired Pilate. He hired those Jews. He hired those Pharisees. Go to find fault. Go find fault. If you can find fault in Christ, then we are not be free. But even Pilate, he has to say, I find no fault in this man. God hired him, raised him up, so that they could find fault. But after the finding, 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 they couldn't find any fault. The reason is that there's no fault in that perfect land. 
Because God has to do the start work. Make sure this lamp has no fault in it. And when there's no fault in it, then we can go free. That's the same thing today. God hired those YouTubers. God hired those people that are among us that rejected the message. God hired them. So that I let you get it close enough to know the in and out of this message. I let you go close enough to do no in and out of the believer. The back part, the hinder part. And then he led them to find fault. But it's still until today, they cannot find fault. Because that lamb is a perfect lamb. When we find that there's no fault in there, that's why we can go free. Because if you can find no fault in Christ, then you are free. The reason we're free, because our faith received the perfect lamb of God. And when that perfect lamb of God is living in you and me, there's no fault in you and me too. I was thinking about that other woman that had washed Jesus' feet. And all those Pharisees were thinking just taking that opportunity and to try to mock him, Jesus. But this woman, every time I want to talk to this woman, my heart is just thrilled. What a background of this woman is. But thinking about, she took that opportunity. When everybody else rejected Jesus, that's her opportunity. When everybody else mocking him, that is her opportunity. If when Jesus was unpopular, everybody asked him for the healing, everybody loved him. She wouldn't have the opportunity. The opportunity come when Jesus was rejected. When Jesus got a dirty feet, that's when she got opportunity. Folks, that's our opportunity too. If there was other people when the prophet was on this earth, you and me, we don't even got a chance. It's when the proper the prophet was on the popular people thrown to him and the in and out and all the meeting. We don't even have a chance to go into the prayer line. But it's the one that's the prophet to come in this age when people started rejecting it, when people are living this word, then we have our opportunity. And she come to Jesus. When everybody leave him alone. And she came to Jesus. And she pushed away all the disciples. She pushed away all the people that are around. And she wanted to do Jesus a service. And because she do Jesus a service. And she got her forgiveness. She take that opportunity. And you think about that other woman. That a Gentile woman. And when she was, uh, when Jesus said, it's not fit, it's not good to give the, the food of the children to the dog. What that woman do? She seized that opportunity. 
If by before, if by if Jesus was popular, she wouldn't have that opportunity. But because Jesus has said that, actually, that Jesus gave her that opportunity. Because of the seed of God will always believe what the word of God has said. Even sometimes it's a rebuking, but that woman take that Jesus has said. He said, yes, Jesus. Finally, I got opportunity. You said I'm a dog. I am a dog. But a dog can also eat a crumb that dropped from the master's table. He take that opportunity. Even you said, oh, I have a little faith. But take that opportunity. Even I have a little faith. But Lord, that little faith on the perfect Lamb of God that can bring that perfect Lamb of God inside of me that I can be perfect too. Reverend said, you said, I'm not worthy to walk out this wheelchair tonight. That's right, you're not. But God don't examine you. He examined the Christ. And if he's worthy, then you can walk. There's no fault in his healing virtue. When he said, he gave us the promise, he has been proved that this lamb has no fault in there. Why we have the mustard seed faith. That, faith, that means that a mustard seed is not a hybrided. It means this is a pure. Whatever word of a God has said, there's no question about it. That's called a mustard seed. And on the perfect lamb of a God, as long as you don't question it, the Lord, your word has said so, I believe it. That is the mustard seed. You said, I don't have enough faith. God doesn't look at the size of the faith. God doesn't look at the purity of the faith. Let a musician come. But Abraham said, Satan doesn't care about me. He knows that. And he ain't afraid of me. He ain't afraid of no Christian here. But what he's afraid of is the blood of Jesus. That's going before us. That's what he knows. He can't transgress. He can't pass over that blood. He can't do it. And he realized, Father, that he's defeated. He realized that they're there at a Calvary. Jesus Christ stripped him of every authority that he had. He hasn't got one legal right. He hasn't got one legal thing. The full penalty of sin and sickness was paid at Calvary. And we are the attributes of everything Jesus died for. And he knows that he's defeated. And the only thing that he can do is to haunt the people. He can't possess them. He can only haunt them when their confession is upon the unadulterated blood of the Lord Jesus, wherein they stood alive. All Satan was do, he just tried to bluff it because he doesn't possess the real power. When he starts threatening, when he starts to the breast, the more threatening, you just tell him, Satan, if you have that power, you already done it. There's so many years you haven't even done that. It only proves one thing. You just don't have enough power to do it. Let's uh, stand. And we sing a song. The battle is the Lord. Somebody had to help me to sing it. Brother Michael. <laughs> 
you become my personal private song leader. <laughs> Let's sing it all together. Let's commit everything into the hand of the Lord. And know God, He is a miracle working God. He has done before, He's going to do it again and again. And that's the scene of the battle with the Lord together. Brother Michael, go ahead. There is a Thank you. There is a soul in time of need that gives me hope. Oh, it brings me peace in every trial. you are just thinking about what a wonderful God that we serve you know every need you know every heart you know every situation sometime it seems that it's impossible but Lord you're the expert to do the things that is impossible Lord in every trial in every storm that you are still the same God oh God we give you all the thanks and the glory Lord I just pray you Lord Come on a scene once more to be with your people, Lord. Whatever situation that they are in, may they realize He's still in the boat. No matter what the circumstances that we're facing, let them understand you are still that in their boat. Father, we thank you and we believe you, Lord. As it is a little Wednesday night, I just pray you to be with every one of us. Lord, uh, go to our home. Lord, that the presence of a God be with us everywhere we go. Let us hold as a testimony, tied and up to the lifted it up, to know that the God inside of us has never been defeated. 
Lord, you are not the God that had it yesterday, but you are the God that is today. What you have done that it before, and on the same base, if we believe you, you will do that again and that again and that again. Lord, we give you all the glory and the praise. And ask you to be with us, every children of God, especially in the stateside. Lord, we have been prayed, and we pray that it again. Lord, take it away, all those restrictions, so that our dear brothers and sisters can come closer to the border, so that we can worship you again, and give you all the glory and thanks and honor. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Shall we sing to the song that a worshiper is that a little worshiper, right? Yeah. Is that, is that a time? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah.
think that the Florence uh, girls are saying that uh, nothing matters but just worship. Uh, yeah. It's our anthem song. Let's sing that that we worship the Lord. You know me, I don't know how to sing that, but uh, I know how to worship. I worship it with my heart. Let's sing it all together. Sing this one with all our hearts. Amen. Not just words, but let's really sing with worship. Amen. Amen. That's true. And he deserves us all the worship. That's all the glory that will be to him. Let's sing it all together. God will not reject your
bless your name, Lord. Lord, we bless your name. Our soul, bless your name. All that is in us, we bless your name. Oh, hallelujah. Wonderful Lord. What awesome God that we serve. Lord, in every situation, you're the God that comes out of the storm. You're the one that heals your children, Lord. You're the one that heals their sickness. You're the one that will bring the lost that will come back home, Lord. Oh, God, no matter how the wayward it seems alive, no matter how contrary it seems alive, Lord, you have never lost it in a battle. You're still the mighty conqueror that in the battlefield, Lord. Oh, God, you have a sign that this is a message to us. Lord, this is the message of a jubilee. This is the word of a freedom, my Lord. Oh, God, you set us free, Lord, because the Lamb is the perfect. That's why we can go free. Oh, Father, we give you all the thanks and glory. We just ask you to come on and say, Lord, and show yourself of it again. And to let your power be on display. Oh, God, we dedicate ourselves to you for your service, Lord. Lord, like that little woman that'll kiss your feet, that'll wash your feet. She doesn't say anything but just say, Lord, there you need a service. Lord, that's what we do, Lord. We worship you and know that you need a service. Lord, we serve you with all our hearts. Lord, no matter what situation is in, Lord, we serve it with all our heart. Lord, one of the people that start to fall another way, but Lord, we serve you with all our heart. We let our whole heart appear on you, Lord. We give you all the thanks, Father. Lord, be with your people as they go to their age home. Lord, until we meet it again, Lord, let our life be a fragrance to you. Let our life be pleasing to you until we meet again. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. May the God bless you as you dismiss it. Let's shake our hands and say the best thing you can say. May God bless each one of you. And until we meet it again. Amen.